there! Welcome to the world of Pokémon. My name is Calvin. People call me the Pokémon Prof. This world is inhabited by creatures called Pokémon. For some people, Pokémon are pets. Others use them for fights. Myself? I study Pokémon as a profession. First, what is your name? I smell. <laughs> right, so your name is I smell. <laughs> <laughs> this is my grandson. He's been your rival since you were a baby. Um, what's his name again? Dickhead. <laughs> That's right, I remember now. His name is Dickhead. <laughs> right, guys, uh, your very own Pokemon legend is about to unfold. A world of dreams and adventures with Pokemon awaits. Let's go and talk about Pokemon. Semicolon, the first movie, hyphen, Mewtwo strikes back. <laughs> you know what the worst thing is? Is that Calvin wasn't just reading that. He just had that completely memorized. <laughs> you, you know what I would have gone with? Mm? Oh. I would have just gone with... Who's that podcast host? Oh. It's Calvin! Yeah, but Calvin! then we wouldn't have... Calvin! <laughs> yeah, but then we wouldn't have had the opportunity to call each other silly names for the rest of the podcast ass face. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I smell. Oh, sorry, I smell. <laughs> you smell. <laughs> oh no, this backfired on me. <laughs> da -da -da. Who's that other podcast host? It's Alan! Alan, Yay. Alan. Alan, Alan. <laughs> that was quite good. <laughs> so, I think we should let the uh, listeners in on a, uh, a little uh, secret that this has been ruminating as a possible discussion topic for us for several years now, probably since the start of the podcast. Is that right, Sol? Yeah, pretty much since the the dawn of the show. Well, no, originally, originally you wanted to do a Pokemon podcast, and I said, "Look, there's no market for it. Let's <laughs> let's be broad." I tell you what, if we'd done a Pokemon podcast, I think it would be a hell of a lot more successful than this show. It's not a bad idea, actually. We could go go through every single Pokemon in in national decks number <laughs> order. What, just talk Dis about discussing them. <laughs> discussing them with Alan, who has no idea <laughs> what they are. <laughs> it sounds doesn't sound too fun for me, though. Well, I mean, how's that any different to discussing? I don't know, Captain Marvel and uh, <laughs> Fast well, and the, the Furious. We don't we don't do that every week. Pretty much, well, it feels like it. Anyway, Satire. so you're you are correct, Sol. There, you said Alan doesn't know anything about Pokemon. I'm too old to understand Pokemon. <laughs> well, uh, come on. Give us your best attempt at explaining what Pokemon is. Well, now I've watched the film. Just all of it. Like, the, the franchise, what it's about. I'll buzz in whenever you get something wrong. Okay, it's a, it, I think it originated... I don't know if it originated this, but its primary thing was to be like a card game. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. It, it involves little cards with pictures on them. <laughs> There's Sounds definitely like Pokemon right. cards are a thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, good. <clears throat> and you can play games with them and like go, ooh, mine's got strength of eight. It's like, <laughs> it's like top trumps, but a bit more complicated, basically. Yeah. Which theoretically is something I would be interested in, but like I said, too old. Uh, and then there's a cartoon series and then they did a film 
based yeah. on that. And what what's the broad strokes of the um There's the story a land world. a land where inhabited by creatures called Pokemon. Some people some people treat them as pets, some people <laughs> f- use them to fight. It's like pit bulls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's accurate. <laughs> what does Pokemon um, mean, Alan? Um <laughs> Uh, it's a portmanu. <laughs> uh, pokey mom. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what is in a man in prison? Um, it probably means something like combat weasel. <laughs> You're overthinking it. Mom. combat weasel. <laughs> what could mom be short for? Man. Oh, <laughs> uh, Mon- Monty Python. <laughs> 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 Mon, I don't know. Is it Japanese? I don't know. No, Japanese. it's English. It's English. Okay. You know, the Japanese love just taking an English word here and an English word there, so it's, it's right. English. There's only a f- there's only so many words beginning with mon. Monster. Yes. <laughs> so. So they're pokey little monsters. Pokey monsters. <laughs> Pocket monsters. What could that be? Pocket. Yes. You got Pocket that. Pocket monsters. <laughs> Pocket monsters. Yeah. How many uh, Pokemon could you name? <clears throat> Me? Yeah. The original 151, I would imagine. <laughs> in order. Uh, okay, let me let us actually see what comes to my mind. Okay. Pikachu. Yeah. Is your Pikachu! talismanic one. Yeah. Uh, Mewtwo is in this film. Mm-hmm. Hello, and I think my Mew Mewtwo. was the Mew. one that, <laughs> that it was whatever. Yeah. Um, now is what I'm interested in, what you can remember. Because those three, I thought you'd have a grasp What has passed into the cultural... Uh, ether that I've picked up on. Because I can't remember mm. anything else from watching this film. So here oh. we go. Um, Jigglypuff. Oh, yes, yes. Jigglypuff. Puff, puff. Uh, Charizard. Charizard. Yeah. Slowpoke. Slowpoke. <laughs> that sounded um, like Jeffrey Tambor, that one. <laughs> hey, now. <laughs> um, I think that's it. <laughs> 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 This is good, because I'm currently, whilst we talk, I should have prepared this better, but I'm just throwing it together now. I'm preparing a quiz for you, Alan. Is it? Ooh. Is this a Pokemon, or is it something I've just made up? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it is. It's going to be fucking mm. comic gold. <laughs> well, you know the four that I know of, so... <laughs> No, this is good. But this is it. Anything past the first generation of Pokemon, you won't have a fucking clue. Right, I've watched this film. It didn't help me in my pursuit of knowledge. Uh, when I say pursuit, obviously, I was being sarcastic. But do you want to try and explain to me what Pokemon is as okay, a natural sure. phenomenon? Sold you, you go. Okay, well, um, essentially, it was a video game. A Japanese video game made in was it nineteen ninety five, Calvin, or was that when they localized it to Um no, I think it was ninety five and then it was localized a couple of years later here. Yeah. Um I know it's Nintendo. Nintendo own, mm-hmm. I believe two thirds of it or something like that. It's a weird rights thing where the Pokemon company have a stake in it and they're separate somehow. It's kind of like Disney Pixar, mm. where there's like different company. But yeah, essentially, it's one of Nintendo's many flagship franchises, along with Mario and The Legend of Zelda. Um, and yeah, so it was made as a video game, and that spun off into countless other mediums and became a, a huge craze in the 90s. 
I think the mm-hmm. average uh, layman, parents in particular, all thought it was based on a cartoon or card game to begin with, like you did. Um, mm-hmm. And so there, there's a kind of prevalent idea that it's really crass marketing and they they invented 151 things and the gotta catch them all element was you've got to buy every single toy and and that's not yeah. true at all. It's just video game mechanics are that you have to collect things, so they made 151 things for this game that you had to go out and collect as part of the game, but that obviously lent itself very well to marketing, mm-hmm. um, but I don't think it was nearly as cynical as people make out. And yeah, the game is um, you. it's an RPG simple uh, little Question, what's thing. an RPG? <laughs> I knew that was coming! <laughs> Stands for role-playing game. But, oh, um, I've done a bit of that in my time. <laughs> but it's, I, didn't, uh, I didn't know that you could do video games of it. Well, oh, believe me, you can. They're, they're usually Japanese. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's it's really it's it's a genre of game, and it typically means you know you you level up, and there are stats and maths and things involved. It's that kind of video game. And Pokemon's a fairly simple RPG, though it does have quite a lot of depth if you really want to get into all of that. Uh, but essentially, it is. You collect these little monsters, you train them up, and then you battle them against each other. And because it's the world of a video game, that's not as barbaric as it is when you sort of convert it into other mediums, (laughs) such (laughs) as uh, film. Uh, And it's interesting, actually, because the games have even started to get a bit inward and introspective and explore the whole you know, cockfighting <laughs> parallels within them. It, some of the last few games have had, you know, Pokemon resistance groups and things like that, and it, it always feels a bit ethically unsure of what it's doing. Some of the more recent ones have felt a bit too preachy in that regard, I think. I think Pokemon works best when it's very simple, like in the first few games, uh, when it's just, you are a ten-year-old and it's this open world, you're just out exploring, and there is a story and you are forced into it a few times, but sometimes you just happen upon it. Whereas I think some of the more recent ones rely too much on cutscenes and character yeah, building. I just want to play the game. I mean, I love the story <laughs> side insofar as I love, you know, uh, they added a Pokemon a while ago that was like a sand castle and it, it, all the oh, yeah. Pokedex stuff was going on about how you'd find the bones of its victims buried beneath it and all this sort of stuff. I love all that. Mm. But Diglett. I, put that one on the list (laughs) yeah um but yeah it's weird because they they keep bringing up the whole pokemon rights and and ethics of making them fight in the games and the more recent Mm. ones and it's a bit like just don't draw attention to it (laughs) yes because you're ultimately going to come down on the side of let's have a pokemon battle (laughs) so (laughs) I, I don't know, unless you're doing like a really, like a Last Jedi-esque genre deconstruction that ends with your character giving up Pokemon training because they decide it's cruel and no more <laughs> Pokemon battling in the game. I don't really know why you'd even go there. Mm. Well, we'll get to this when we talk about the film, but it is sort of talked about in that. Um, kind of, I guess, yeah. Not really addressed as such, but it does, well, it came up in my notes anyway, but anyway. You keep them in little balls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They like that. Do they eat? Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't think you have to 
feed them, but you certainly can feed them. Uh, yeah, the no, it's um, it, it's a feature in some of the games now where you can uh, feed them berries and things, but it's not like a Tamagotchi where you need to, you know, feed yeah. it every day or whatever. It's like if you feed it more than it's happier, and then if a Pokemon's happiness increases, you can do more things with it. And if you feed them certain foods, it'll affect their stats and things like mm. that as well. Yeah, yeah. so if you mm. give them calcium, for example, and that'll increase their <laughs> uh, attack or speed or whatnot. That, that is a thing from the games, yeah. Now, am I right in thinking that these, these monsters, these pocket monsters, they, they evolve in some way and become something else? Yeah, yeah. Okay, um, yep. good, good. So evolution in the world of Pokemon is basically you level up and they transform mm. into a more powerful but you know similar pokemon uh, like is it considered a different different thing or is it like if is it's, it a different card yeah it, it's you know it, it's like a tadpole going to a frog you know mm-hmm. that that's kind of what it's seen as um, and in the anime they established that if a pokemon evolves it might not necessarily have the same personality that it previously had so we see that with ash's charizard over the course of the original series it goes from yes. being a very meek and mild and loyal charmander to a boisterous uh, well, puberty, charizard. Mm, yeah yeah but that was the anime trying to do a game mechanic which is something the anime would often mm. weirdly pick up on that there's a game mechanic that if you train up a pokemon to to be too powerful too high a level you train them up in levels alan from one to a hundred um oh. and you have to earn badges from the gym uh gyms throughout the thing by battling stronger trainers and mm-hmm. you get these gym like basically there's kind of boss battles essentially um each one earns you a badge and each one will let you command pokemon up to a certain level so it was meant because there was a trading mechanic. It was meant to stop you from trading with a friend for a level 100 Pokemon mm. and just like walking through the whole game without any challenge from the start. Um, mm-hmm. But in the cartoon, that meant that he just had a Charizard that would like set fire to him when he told it to do anything. Okay. Yeah. So now there's there's a there's a Pokemon right. Okay. So let's say there's a Pikachu. Yeah. Is there only one Pikachu, or can everyone have a Pikachu? Oh, it's, it's like a species. It's a species. So do different Pikachus have different personalities and stuff like yes, that? Yes, yes. And does that come into play? Do they all look the same? As you saw in this film, there's a, a, a Meowth that can speak. That's not usual. Yeah. Yeah. But there are exceptions <laughs> to this. There are things do mo- called... Most of them don't speak, right? Most of them don't no. speak. And certainly in the games, very few of them speak. Yeah. I'm pretty <clears> sure <throat> there's one or two that have done over... Uh, over the years, but yeah, yeah. Um, and do the ones yeah. that speak? Do they all like crap puns? <laughs> no, no, not in the game. Just that no. one. Just that one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, and there are things called legendary Pokemon, which are the exception to the rule where there is only one of them. Is that correct, Calvin? Or if they, yeah, I know they. they I, I lost track when they added all the mythical and all these other categories. Oh of yeah. Well, a legendary is like a uh, Zapdos, Articuno and Moltres, the legendary birds and Mewtwo, is Mewtwo would be a legendary. Yes, Mewtwo is a legendary whereas Mew would be mythical. And the distinction is usually that in the games you can always catch the legendaries in the games, but the mythical ones you need to like download a code or something like that go, to go a special some specific event, Nintendo exactly. event or something, yeah. 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 And the mythical ones are normally cutesy. 
Just bear in mind, I am slightly phasing in and out as you're talking. So. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Pick, I'm trying. To, I'm trying to learn as much as possible. <laughs> I, I really had to bite my tongue when it came to talking about the Pokemon personalities, because in the games they also have oh, personalities, God, yeah. and those That's personalities true. and traits uh, decide on their IVs and um, their on stats the and all that. IVs. <laughs> The individual values, which are okay. the points which make up the stats for each individual Pokemon. Okay, okay, okay. So what are the vital stats of a Pokemon? What, do, right. what, what are you measured on? You've got HP. Uh, higher purchase. Hit points. Hit points. Yep, yep. You've got attack. Obvious. You've got, Hang yeah. on, what's hit points then? Health. Uh, yeah. Okay. How, how, how much of a beating it can take. So it's taking hits, okay, yeah. Then you've got attack. Yeah. You've got defense. Right. You've got special attack and special defense. And the I distinction... don't even understand the distinction between these. Uh, <laughs> well, the distinction there changed. Uh, I think it was in Generation 4 when it changed. Um, but it's it uh, depends on the kind of attack that's being used. So if your Pokemon has a very high attack stat, a physical attack like Mega Punch would mm-hmm. be powerful. If it's got a low attack but a high special attack, something like Ice Beam would be more powerful than Mega Punch. Basically, is it getting its hands dirty or is it like shooting lasers at you? I think that's basically That's it. exactly it, yeah. yeah. And and then there's also speed. Fair enough. Is higher speed good, generally? Is that... It, it's probably the most... Out of all the stats, it's probably the worst one to bother with. Um, all, all it comes down to is who attacks first. Which mm. ultimately, which can means, be good. Yeah, it means you get, you know, essentially you get an extra, you know, get the first punch attack. In. Yeah, yeah, it can, it can make a world of difference. Um, but then, mm. having said that, under certain circumstances, attacking second can be strategically advantageous. Mm. Mm-hmm. True, uh, true. It's yeah. all a big mind game, Alan. Mm. Yeah, I mean, strategy. so like, if you if you get if you your Pokemon loses a battle, does it die? Oh. No, it they, faints. They only ever get knocked out. So they never die. They never die. They're basically immortal. Oh, well, that's all right. That makes the uh, fighting them to the... Making them fight each other a bit less Well, cool. I mean, they, they can technically die. In the, I mean, in in the, in the Town, story a... world of the game, yeah. they die. There's ghost Pokemon in the first games, you know, that you encounter. There's Pokemon burial grounds and things. Like, they can die, but within mm. the mechanics of the game, you will never see one of them die. You'll never kill in one. In the fight. Okay. What if you, like, stamp on its head? (laughs) Depends on the Pokemon, I think. Yeah. If it was a Magnemite, you might not have much luck. Right, this is the other thing. Now, the Pokemon are very diverse. So so that obviously makes a difference. So is it just a number? Like, you have this attack, you have this defense. Or does it matter if, like, okay, this Pokemon, like, shoots fire... And this Pokemon is fireproof. Does that like make yeah, a significant... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, this yes. is something we've not gone into yet. The the types, they've all got types. Mm. Um, oh. So there's a kind of rock, paper, scissors dynamic to them, sort of. Uh, which is essentially... So the obvious one would be the starting triangle. So water is super effective against fire. Fire is super mm-hmm. effective against grass. Uh, sort of plant-based Pokemon, essentially. Mm-hmm. And then grass is inexplicably super effective against water, just so that there's a kind of triangle, triangle there. there yeah. But it's more it's more complicated than that. You know, normal Pokemon attacks don't affect ghost-type Pokemon, because, you know, if you try and punch a ghost, your fist goes through it. Uh, mm-hmm. Electric Pokemon, or ra- electric attacks, sorry, 
can't affect ground-type Pokémon because they're grounded. They are super effective against flying Pokémon, even though they, they should have no effect against flying Pokémon. That's always bothered me. Um, <laughs> should be the other way around, shouldn't it? Really? Should be super effective against Pokémon stuck in the ground. No effect and yet flying-type attacks are not very effective against electric-types. Yeah. I think, I think that's based on a logic of, well, if you electrocuted like a chicken, it'd probably kill it. <laughs> or an but elephant. It, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, but obviously, if, you, if you're not again. making contact with the ground, you're not going to topsy. So yeah, there, there's a whole okay. There's okay. a fairy now, type would they I, just added would I, in one of the later games. Would yeah, I be yeah. right in thinking? So if you started off in this in 1994 or whenever it started, you sort of you, the game has grown. So if you tried to come into it now. Is there too many levels? Is it like you have to start at the beginning and work it out as you go along? Well, this is what the franchise is having problems with, I think, because they released yeah. some games very recently, the Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee games for the Switch, that deliberately dumbed down a lot of the mechanics and tried to make themselves a bit more accessible to younger players, because I think the franchise itself finds it in this weird place where it is quite clearly geared towards children but then there are people like me and soul still playing it <laughs> and uh, like a lot of you know yeah i mean me and soul were the perfect age to be brought up with this we were like mm, what yeah. eight nine ten years old when the series started and the games became big but i i mean i should add i i'm very much a casual pokemon fan like i, I love i'm diehard that's it i love <laughs> the games i'll play them all um i really enjoy them but I'll just play them to have fun and get through them, and then that's it. Whereas Calvin is the guy who will then... Are you implying that I don't have fun playing Pokemon? <laughs> Calvin's <laughs> the guy who will then spend an extra several hundred hours a, a month mining shiny Pokemon by chaining wild Pokemon in the grass, which is a, a, a thing where you just monotonously walk through grass and like keep fighting the same rat Pokemon over and over and over until... Yeah. <laughs> Do you have fun doing that, Calvin? Uh, well, I don't go for the rat Pokemon, obviously, Soul. That would be pointless. <laughs> I go for the ones that I like, like Magnemite. Have you got and shiny, shiny Magnemite? I haven't, actually. My problem with shiny Pokemon is I typically... I think there's only two or three examples where I like the shiny colours more than the original colours. Yeah, most of them just go a weird like, green shade for some reason. Yeah, like reason. a weird slight tinge, like they look ill. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I'm I'm the mega fan. I uh, have played all of the games I used to own because they always released them in pairs, like red and blue, gold, silver. Until recently, I would buy both copies of it. I was gonna say that's another another distinction between the two of us. I will pick <laughs> one of the copies of the game and play like red or blue, gold mm -hmm. or silver. Calvin buys both of them, even though they're the exact same game. Not so much anymore. Uh... <laughs> Okay, well, let me ask you this, right? Say, let's say it's the late nineties. I'm ten years old. Hang on, Calvin. Can I just? Am I correct in thinking at one point you bought an extra Game Boy so that you could trade with yourself? <laughs> I didn't buy an. Well, I mean, you know, like how some like Nintendo consoles were backwards compatible. Yeah. So that like your old DS you could use to trade with your new DS. That's what happened, really. I, I always wanted to upgrade my Nintendo DS to But it but it was still it wasn't like you went DS and three DS. This was like a DS and a DS Lite or something. Yes, 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 correct. Okay. Okay. Let's say I'm a ten year old in the late nineties. Uh, I want to get into Pokemon. 
My pocket money is about five pounds a week. Uh, is Ooh. it realistic? What am I? What am I looking at here? How well, much am I going to beg what, the parents? What are you trying to get into? I don't know. I don't the know. Cards, Pokemon. I don't know. Uh, the toys. The video well, no, games. no, no, no. Okay, I'm I'm very practical, so I want the game. Obviously, that's that's the best purchase you'll make because. I want that, the cards. That's... I want to. I want to trade cards at my local GameStop. Um, <laughs> I'm not that bothered about merchandise. That's just for its own sake. I want. Okay. I want well, to have practical I mean, things. W- one thing I will say as well is I, I think Pokemon scene is like nonsensical shit by most people. the The video games are genuinely brilliant. They are some of the finest games out there. They're very well respected within the world of video games. Um, the same can't be said for, you know, the cartoon. I, mm. I have no idea how the card game's respected within card game circles, but I doubt it's massively well respected. Um, mm. But the video games are genuinely great products and, and very, very high quality. Um, I can't imagine that there are any Pokemon fans who became a fan because of, you know, purely the cartoon and are still with it now purely because of the cartoon. I yeah. think it's, you know... You, those, you, you, those are... Those are the fans who picked up when Pokemon Go became a huge thing and fueled yeah. that being as mainstream as it was, but have since bored of Pokemon Go and given up on it. Mm. Well, that's it. A few, a few years ago, Pokemon Go became a thing. Basically, as far as I could tell, it's just a Pokemon game that was converted to be using on your phone. So it was suddenly a. a oh, not thing at all. Again. No, no, no. No, no. Okay, was, well, because my obviously it went more mainstream, and it was very much like, oh, Pokemon is still a thing. I thought that had finished ten years ago. Um, mm-hmm. So was that in the Pokemon world? Was it was that like a crass uh, sellout thing that got the normies involved, or was it um, like a good thing? I certainly know serious Pokemon players who turn their nose up at it and don't consider it a real Pokemon thing. I thought it was a good bit of fun, um, but it was it was very much its own thing separate from the real games it that was an app really you know it was that was you go out and it puts a little thing of a jigglypuff over your camera so you hold your phone up and it looks like there's a thing in the real world and you catch these things that are given gps values so they exist quote-unquote exist within a real place in the world it's the augmented reality thing that is its main yeah. selling point because you can be walking down a street and you look at the app and it's like Google Maps and it shows your character like walking down a street and then all of a sudden uh, Pikachu will appear and you hit the Pikachu and then it shows up as if it's like on the street in front of you and then you Using throw the Pokeballs at phone, it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. And then that's the appeal of it initially. I thought it was an incredibly innovative, wonderful little game, but in terms of proper mm. gameplay... It wasn't much of a game. It, it was just a sort of, mm. you know, there, walk there's around, not, catch them. Yeah, yeah, you're not really... Battling isn't really particularly... Um, I think you just hit a button over and over again, essentially. Yeah, it's, it's I not... mean, I, I got into it quite uh, a lot uh, since about October. I've been playing it quite religiously for about seven months now. Like, every day I will be on it. Hang on, and... you started Pokemon Go seven months ago. Well, no, I got like it when it first came after out. It was popular. Three years after it was popular. <laughs> I got it. I got it um, when it first came out. Like everyone did, and like Saul said, I was one of those diehard Pokemon fans, sort of turning my nose up at it. And a large part of that was just it was very boring. There wasn't really much in the way of 
things to do. You just caught them and then that was it. And then because it started out with just the original 150 and they didn't want to release that many, you just ended up catching Pidgeys and Rattatas over There was and no over reason again. or rhyme to what you could catch as well. It wasn't like, oh, go yeah. for a walk at the seaside and you'll find a Krabby and a Poliwhirl. Mm. It was just randomly generated. Mm. You could just, in theory, you could sit in bed and catch everything, you know? Yeah. If they were going to spawn the... It was... Yeah. Whereas now okay, they so- have uh, missions and things, so it'll be like, you know, catch five bug-type Pokemon or evolve three Pokemon and then you'll get an extra, mm. you know, uh, prize for doing that. And uh, they mm-hmm. they did some, like, extra long mission, like, story. It's kind of like a story mode sort of thing where you have to do so many tasks and then you get to catch a Mew or a Celebi or some other kind of mythical Pokemon. Because um, the yeah. beauty of these things, these crazes, when they go mainstream is... Uh, idiots who take it really seriously. Like when someone spends their entire life savings on Beanie Babies or something like that. I thought you were going to say like when someone spends their entire life savings on Smurf Berries on an app, but yeah. I don't know what that means. Okay. I mean, obviously that's that's a barbed comment towards probably myself, Alan. And <laughs> no, I know you, you haven't. Some sort no, of but the thing is, Calvin, I'm not, me, I'm not but... talking about... <laughs> I'm not talking about you because obviously you're just playing the game. I'm talking about the people who like quit their job to become a Pokemon trainer or oh, yeah. whatever they call themselves. <laughs> and I mean, that's my favorite part. If I could sort of quit my job and make money as a quote-unquote Pokemon trainer, I would in a heartbeat, wouldn't you? But but here's the th- my point is, Sol, that you understand in the real world that doesn't happen, that will not happen. Yeah. <laughs> some people have got YouTube channels like dedicated to their uh, Pokemon Go. Well, some people playing. have YouTube channels dedicated to James Bond, but it doesn't mean it's <laughs> respectable <laughs> thing to do with your time. Hmm. You know, like <laughs> there's another thing that you can do in Pokemon Go, which is uh, I hear it's good for sociability, and it's uh, they do uh, things called raids where you can team up with a load of people, and at certain points during the day, Pokemon like rare Pokemon will appear, and you all get together as a group because you need to be like a minimum of five people to have a chance yeah, yeah, to yeah. defeat this thing. I was still um, playing the game when this was introduced to it. And it became ah. very, very quickly apparent that this is not a concept that's going to work outside of Japan. Because uh, you'd, well, go, you'd go to these raid Pokemon as they appeared and no one would ever turn up. Yeah, I mean, there, there are like chat rooms and things and groups. Yeah, and I've recently joined one of them. But that's it. You, I... you need to join something like that to make it remotely viable over here. Yes. I think in Japan, you can just walk down the street and go to a raid and there's probably like 10 other people waiting for you. Mm. And it's a lot more... I mean, that, that might be wrong, but that's the impression I get. But... I was very nervous about approaching the people uh, outside Wimbledon Station. I just sort of lurked a bit, and I mean, there were weird, sort of strange, almost sociable but not quite things that happened at the height of Pokemon Go being a thing. Mm. I must say, I I I remember going for a walk in uh, Yorkshire Sculpture Park, which was wonderful for Pokemon going, um, because pretty much every sculpture's a a Mm. checkpoint. and you know it's full of pokemon it was great and i remember sitting down there was a point in between three statues and three people had set off lures Mm. and it was just like all of yorkshire sculpture park were just coming and sitting down in amongst these trees and sat on their phones catching pokemon for half an hour and it was no one was talking but it was really nice there was a nice feeling of (laughs) 
community despite no one actually <laughs> interacting properly it was very nice and uh hmm. and then there was a time i i went to a, a gym near where i used to live and uh i was battling the gym and then a, a guy in a white van pulled up ne- like on the street and i was like oh white man van a bit dodgy not quite sure about this and i saw he was on his phone and then i realized oh he's battling the gym as well and so me and the white van man have got a kind of a connection now even though we're not you know even though he's not getting out of his van <laughs> we just <laughs> we'll just share this little moment and then so i mean it's, it's that's yeah. nice yeah yeah pokemon doesn't see you know class or color <laughs> or creed it's you would you can be anything unless you're a fucking team yellow cunt and what i'm team yellow <laughs> So is there is there a class structure to the Pokemon themselves? Are there some that are better than others? In the oh society? yeah, yeah, yeah. Completely. Oh yeah. Some of them are yeah. just str- inherently stronger and more powerful than others. Mm. But I think part of the hu- the mass appeal of the the series is that, especially now, there are so many Pokemon that you can always find the one for you at least. It's always <laughs> gonna be. Do, do you find it, or does it find you? Is that? <laughs> I I've always been very much a uh, uh, just. I'll train up the Pokemon I want to because I like the look of them kind of guy. Um, but I know people who will train up, you know, the strongest Pokemon or the the best strategic team they can think of. But then even now, there's so many of them, there's always a kind of... There's always something that will be stronger than that. Do you know what I mean? It, like Even if that's mm. a really strong Pokemon, there'll be some combination of other Pokemon that aren't necessarily as broadly speaking, as strong, but they'll be mm. better than that combination, and, and that's always quite um, nice with it, I guess. Sol, I have yeah. a question for you. Sol, what, what is Calvin's favourite Pokemon? Oh, it's going to be a really shit one. I know I know. Calvin likes Houndor, <laughs> which is a weird one. Is it Houndor? That would, that would be in my top six, yes, okay. for sure. <laughs> Well, Houndoom, really, it's called. Oh, I mean, I mean, I meant Houndoom. I just forgot yeah. which way round. Yeah. If, if you get the line right, then that's fine. The evolutionary line. Um, see, this is the thing. Calvin's someone who's really embraced later generations, whereas I'm, I'm a lot closer to uh, you're o- o- a purist o- who, yeah, because, because you'll, you'll really upset a lot of people who still play the games by saying this. But I think what I'm about to say is very much the kind of prevailing overall opinion, and that is that. The original 150 were the best, strongest bunch of designs. Um, mm-hmm. The next generation had a load of great, great Pokemon added to the mix. And sort of every generation since, it's been a bit more like, oh, really? We're kind of running out of ideas now. And that's not to say there aren't some brilliant extra you know, Pokemon added to the mix down the line, but you can feel it's kind of starts to take its toll on them as they go along. And there's some real shit added in some of the later games. Well, yeah, because I mean, you have people who complain about the Sandcastle Pokemon, for example, or the Ice Cream Pokemon. I, yeah. but... People who complain about the rubbish rubbish bag one, and I thought that was one of the best yeah. Pokemon they've added in ages, that little rubbish bag. He's great. Trubbish. Is he good at yeah. dancing but in then... the wind? <laughs> no, not at all. He's a little fat, little fat man. <laughs> He's great. But you know, when, when you compare that to like Muck, which is just yeah. a, a blob, yeah, it's there's nothing to it. To it. I love yeah. some of those. I like the ones that are anthropomorphized things that shouldn't be. <laughs> I think a lot of people hate these. Like they added an ice cream Pokemon and a and a, a candle Pokemon, but I I really like them. I thought they're mm. great. Oh no no, I do. I the do. candle one I'm, actually uh... in particular is great. I think it's a really great mm. design. 
But then those people who hate those always like the sort of Digimon-esque, oh, it's the most badass, overpowered, amazing monster. It's massive, and it's got scales, and it's like a big dragon, and it's like... Oh, the legendaries are always shit now. Like, I, I hate the legendaries. They always, they always over-design them. Like, there is yeah. something quite nice and neat about Mewtwo and Mew. That, that's, and, um... I think that's why I think the original 150 are the best in terms of design, because they're, they're just mm. a lot simpler. Yeah. Oh, I agree with that, yeah. Um, so, Sol, coincidentally, is your favourite Pokemon a grass type? No. Oh. Psychic? No. Poison? No. <laughs> Water? Yes. Oh, really? Ah, brilliant. Uh, is it... Got it first time. Is it... Uh, is it Poliwhirl? Nope. Is Krabby. it one of... This isn't a difficult... Ah. <laughs> what What did you say, Alan? Krabby. No. Is it Krabby? No, no, no. Is it... <laughs> this should be a really Starmie. easy Starmie. Oh, I do love a Starmie, but um, mm. Starmie will regularly make it into my final team in games mm. whenever I play them now. It's but, a very good one, yeah. But, um, no, it's not Starmie. It's not just Blastoise, is it? Yeah. Oh. I can love a Blastoise. Hmm. My, my sort of standard team when I'm playing a new game now typically ends up being Blastoise, Charizard. They're usually in there. Uh, who else? Oh, I love a Groudon. Hmm. But I don't know if legendaries count in quite that uh, way. Mm. I don't like them all that much. I love Espeon. Oh, yep, yep, great. I like Steelix a lot, but he, he's quite weak, Steelix. I, I often Slow. Like, yeah, yeah, a lot of uh, weaknesses. Double weaknesses because of the, the type mm. combination you got. So I often end up not bothering with him. I think in the most recent playthrough, I ended up using a, a Zeb Striker or whatever they're called quite a lot. Oh, I, the, I, the the giraffe zebra thing. The electric yeah. zebra man, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I like quite a lot of them. Uh, right, yeah, Calvin. Yeah. Calvin, your favourite. Uh... Mm. Oh, oh, Gengar is one of my all-time favorites as well. I love a ghost. Oh, yep. Uh, what's your favorite Pokemon's generation, Calvin? Give me a, a whittle it down. Oof. I'll see if I can guess uh, based on that. It, it, I mean, it, it. My favorite one is going to be from the first 150. Oh, I, I remember. I think I've remembered another one you love, but it's not from the original 150. It's uh, Gardevoir. Oh. You inexplicably love. Oh, I love Gardevoir. Yeah, yeah. Sh- <laughs> shittest Pokemon. <laughs> It's a fairy psychic type. It is uh, very powerful. Original 150. It's not going to be a good one, though. It's you, it's not going to be like a... It's going to be some real sort of... Really? That one? Oh, you know who I love now? Who I keep mm. putting in my team? The new Alolan Sandslash. Oh, it's really good. Yeah. I love it. Steel and ice type. Yeah, Bad yeah, for yeah. fire, but... Yeah. Oh, and I love a Crobat. <laughs> Crobat's great, yeah. I like the Alolan uh, Ninetales, the ice fairy. Is it a is it a Golduck? No, but I do really like a Golduck. I played okay. that uh, in the recent run through. Is it a Dugong? No, but again, I do quite like that. Alan, do you want to take a guess? <laughs> <laughs> no. Shall, shall I give you the type so we can at least? Yeah, 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 yeah. Go on then. Okay, it's an electric type. Ah, oh, and it's not Magneton because we were already talking about Magnet Magnemite before. It is Magneton. Oh, I said I was avoiding that because I shoot. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. That's a weird favourite to have. I knew you were going to say that. I prefer Magnemite to Magneton. 
Oh, I like Magnemite. I like them both better than Magnazone, who is their uh, Gen 4 third evolutionary. I like Magnazone more than Magneton. God, if people haven't played... like This this episode's going to need a serious edit hack job <laughs> for anyone to listen to it who's not not played the games. Like, well, I'm Let's bring live, back the everyman, so. Alan. <laughs> well, this is it. I'm, I'm doing it live. I'm trying, I'm trying to let you... Because I know there's going to be real mental fans listening to it. Uh, this, oh, yeah. And they'll love it. Yeah, so I'm trying will. to... I'm trying not to hold you off too much. Well, <laughs> I, I think before we maybe before we get into the movie and the series, uh, should we talk about the card game in broad strokes? Because that's another really big part yeah, of the series. Yeah, yeah. Um, or at least it was. That was sort of the main thing for a while. There were a lot of people mm. who were massively into the cards who never played the games. Um, yeah. Uh, Pokemon cards are a big part of my um, junior school life. I have, yeah. Many a fond memory of trading with friends and emotional manipulation to gain shinies. I learned a lot, actually, about just human behavior through Pokemon cards at a very early age. Ever since I tricked Lee Lawrence into trading me his shiny Raichu for a bunch of worthless cards, purely because I played my little violin. They got banned at my school pretty quickly, pretty swift. Likewise. Because they were causing such emotional turmoil. Yeah, yeah, because the kids were getting mm. in fights over them and so on. I mean, that it was a good way to whittle out who was a bad egg and who wasn't. <laughs> the kids who tried to, like, steal the cards and that sort of thing. It was like, oh. <laughs> oh I stole a card once. Did you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> And I, I felt so bad about it, but for for um, for one lesson a week, we had to go to the opposite, uh, you know, the the opposite class in the year's classroom. And I was sat at someone's desk, and I opened up his drawer beneath the desk, and I saw a, a Sandshrew true card, and I coveted that card. And, uh, <laughs> of all the next the, week, it was still there, so I took it. Of all the cards, yeah. I thought you were going to say it was a Charizard. No, no, I, I didn't have I didn't have the guts to take anything that significant. Yeah, yeah. Well, I doubt you even noticed it. It was only a sand, sand slash sandshrew. Yeah, they were well, they were nice. they were very common. The sandshrew cards. Yeah, I know, but I I didn't actually buy a packet for so long because they were expensive. They were like two pounds fifty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this is this is what I was going to ask. Your right? money what, would what? not go far in the card game, Alan. Not at all. What was mm. that, this is two pound fifty in sort of late nineties money? Yeah, yeah, they were expensive. Yeah. yeah. Wow. How many cards do you get in a pack then? Like eleven, yeah. Do you get a Do you get a piece of chewing gum with it? <laughs> no, no. If you were lucky, one of them would be shiny. If I, you were there lucky, there was. I think there was always a rare card in the mix. But yeah, it could be a good rare card or a shit rare card. If you got a Ch- Charizard, was fucking jackpot. If you got a Charizard, mm. you could you could flip that thing like no questions asked for about twenty twenty five quid, no problem. Mm. And mm. like they were cash, yeah cash with other kids or are you trading you could probably just take it down to like a little pokemon card seller all these oh, little places sprung up it? selling pokemon cards there was a toy shop where uh where i grew up that sold pokemon cards and i think they had you know a kind of behind the counter trading say yeah, yeah, say yeah. the magic word and the the shopkeeper would take you to his little stash behind there did it really annoy you calvin uh that there was a there was a card given out, I believe, when this film we're supposed to be talking about um, mm. was released in there cinemas, and they gave out a Mew card, but it was like a <clears throat> it was like a really fucking shit, not part of the original deck Mew that was. Are you thinking of the ancient Mew? Because yes. there were 
That was the second Pokemon movie. That oh, was Pokemon was 2000. But they, I think, I'm pretty sure they did release a Mew card with this movie. But it was also along with an Electabuzz and a Dragonite, a Mewtwo and a Pikachu. It did my head and everyone, everyone had this ancient Mew and was acting like it was a really valuable, amazing, special card. But they were so mm. abundant that they weren't anything special. And they weren't even properly part of the official card game. It, it really annoyed me. This is. I find this very interesting that this this whole thing seems to be a a sort of childhood introduction to, you know, uh, yeah, lots Gambling. of emotional elements, but uh, ec- economics, uh, sociology, mm. yeah, the kind of uh, fake market value of creating a false level of scarcity. To, oh God, to yeah, no, I, yeah, yeah, completely. I, I learned about all this stuff from that. I, but more than just the card game, I, I think people our age are probably exceptionally well. Um, trained up to spot bullshit on the internet, fake news and stuff like that, because hmm. we lived through the era of Peekaboo and the Poker Gods mm. and the yeah. notion that if you if you pressed A or no, if you use the item finder on the van uh, near the boat a hundred times, then it would yep. move and you'd find a Pokeball with Mew underneath it. <laughs> yep, yep. And all yep. these things. No, I know. For whatever it, it, reason... It, it, it makes you sceptical yeah, as a human. For whatever reason, <laughs> in the early days of the internet, these Pokemon cheat sites were all the rage and they were just full of bullshit. Just absolute mm. bullshit. Like, it was like chain mail. It was just, these rumours would start online and just get posted around every single website. And and as a kid, you'd kind of just go along with it, like, well, I know it's probably not true, but what if it is? Mm. Uh, and Peekaboo, of course, turned out to be called Meryl, and he wasn't yep. even a, yep. a particularly good Pokemon. He was just a, a bog-standard mm. little common thing in the second gen. Yeah. Mm. So you go, Alan. Sol went to a midnight screening of whatever that last Avengers film was. Um, so what's the most pathetic thing you've done on the release of a Pokemon game? <laughs> Oh, um... You ever queued up outside the shop waiting for it to open? No, I just order it online. Oh, is it... No, you and I, Calvin, went down to the shops together on opening day one day to buy... (laughs) (laughs) Is it it one of those things where if you turn up at, like, half past ten, they're already sold out? I think we did go quite early. I think we Um, did go in the morning, like, in case, yeah. We might have even reserved copies, you know? (sighs) You might be right, actually. So then did you like go home, because you lived together at the time, did you go home and then just go and sit in your own rooms and play yep. on your own? Yep. That's <laughs> good social game. <laughs> and then I think we came out about three hours later and exchanged some notes and then went back. <laughs> I remember we talked about the uh, evolutionary animations in black and white, and I wasn't a fan. I don't think you were either. I just remember us talking about the little companion that followed you around outside the uh, Pokeballs in uh, Soul Silver. Oh, that was so good. Yeah, we, we were both a big fan of that. We thought that was one of the yeah. best developments. Obviously, from someone who has no real knowledge of this world, Pikachu was the talisman of the Pokemon. He's the the poster boy. Yeah. The mascot. Yeah. Yeah. Now, is was that a deliberate choice because he's cute? Is it yeah. something to do with the narrative or is it just because he jumped out because people liked him the latter i believe they 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 were for a while going to go with clefairy if that means anything mm. to you but um at yeah. some point clefairy. at some point they changed their mind and went with pikachu i'm not entirely sure what drove that but pikachu is a much better 
decision. Oh, Clefairy would have been so alienating, like a pink fairy is the mascot. Clefairy's just very bland, comparatively speaking. Pikachu's very striking. I, I remember the first time mm. I saw Pikachu and it just being very like, what is that? That's such a, it's bright yellow. It's got red cheeks. It's like a really bizarre, it's got a lightning tail. Mm. That's really quite cool, just in terms of mm. character design. It, it, yes. Plus yeah. it, is, it is, it's like a cat, rabbit, guinea pig thing. It's, it looks like the things we choose to have as pets because we, we like the look of them, you know? And it's got and electric the, the... powers, which is more interesting than, like, what Moonbeam or whatever Clefairy can do. Mm. We've talked a lot about the history of Pokemon as a cultural thing. Should we talk about yeah. the film that we watched specifically or, or <laughs> the TV show that yeah. predates it? Because uh, I'm really curious to know what you thought of it, Alan, especially um, in order to pad out the film for a feature <laughs> runtime, they included a short, Pikachu's Vacation. And oh, I didn't see depending that. Depending on how I doubt, you watched this, you watched that, yeah. did you not watch it? No. I mean, I, got, uh, I, I bought this on DVD, so it's probably on there. Oh, well, I think it's in the special features. Well, I didn't look at the But you'd have to actively features. go looking for it in the special features. No, it is. You press play and it starts. Or maybe it's a different DVD. Did yours come with the director's commentary? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's fascinating. Though. It's it's a really <laughs> oh. it's a really fucking shit short film with no story and not funny. You're probably happy to have not seen it. <laughs> I would just love to have known it because it's um, Pikachu and a load of um, Ash, Misty, and Brock are the main kid characters, and they let out some of their Pokemon to go in a Pokemon park, and the entire thing is just the Pokemon. Like, like there's a Pokedex narration for a bit of it, but most of it is just Pika Pika, Snarble Snarble, Clefairy Clefairy, and it's just that for twenty minutes. And occasionally they'll do a sort of scene break stint which are these really trippy things with a pokemon just in front of like a multicolored background going bell sprout bell sprout bell sprout bell sprout and then it'll just carry on as if as if it's a normal thing to do i mean it, it, pikachu's <laughs> vacation is bad even by pokemon cartoon standards oh yeah yeah for sure for sure so how long had the show been running when they made the film oh god i mean they're literally there are literally thousand well over a thousand episodes at this point it's it launched mm. in uh, 1996 or 7, something like that. Uh, 6 in Japan and 8... Oh no, 7 in Japan and 98 uh, the English in English version, language yeah. places. And, the, yeah. and this film that we watched came out in 98, right? Yeah. Did it? Yeah, it says yeah, 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 it was, it was very... Holy crap, they did that quick. They were very quick. Well, this is, that's, that's what it was. Was it? Did they just go, okay, we've got a hit first series, get the film out? Well... Bear in mind, it's called Pokemon the First Movie. Um, yeah. Anime is a very different industry to, you know, Hollywood animation. And it's they do just pump this shit out. And I think they're up to, like, the 20th Pokemon movie at this point. There, there's... What time did the movie come out in English-speaking places, though? Was it still I. Th- I reckon it might be 1999, but I don't know. Um, Let's see if I can find Okay, because the next one was Pokemon the Movie 2000, but then that means it it could have been either 99 or the... It says USA was November 99. Uh, Oh, okay then. Yeah, that makes sense. And then the UK uh, date. 
Okay. April 2000. Oh, wow. That oh, late. Jesus. Huh. But I do remember that second film came out very quickly, it seemed like. But that, but this is because they basically do a Pokemon movie every year, pretty much, don't they? Oh, yeah, they still do it. There's been, like, 20 yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah. In fact, they've just, um, a couple of years ago, they, they released... I mean, it started to get weird. Last... No, two mm. years ago, they uh, released a remake of the first episode of the cartoon, just turned into a movie, mm. which is, seems yeah. like a very odd thing to do. One of the upcoming movies they've got is a remake of this film, Pokemon the first movie, but done with CGI animation. Mm. Bafflingly mm. odd thing to do. But again, I think this is just, yeah. you, you kind of just get this shit in Japan. <laughs> People don't think it's yeah. weird over there. So, Alan, coming into this as someone who didn't... Well, like I was a religious watcher of the show. I knew all the characters when I went into this. I pity my mum and stepdad that me and my sister dragged along to <laughs> the movie uh, theatre to watch this with us. What was it like for you, Alan? Like, just deep dive into this. Like, um, I, I, was it incomprehensible? Not incomprehensible, no. There was definitely elements where you go, right... Uh, <laughs> But the, but it's also simple as well. So it's like, look, here's these three characters. They're interacting. Oh, they're friends. They hang out. <laughs> oh, look, here's the bad guys. They're the bad guys. You know what I mean? It's it's all pretty straightforward. Yeah, and there's no there's no okay. point in the movie where Brock says, "Oh, I love jelly donuts," whilst eating rice balls. So there's nothing that's going to really confuse <laughs> you. <laughs> but yeah. then and then you know the 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 actual sort of plot element of this story specifically, the Mewtwo thing. Like there's the first ten minutes is like a real rushed kind of presentation of that. So was that a story f- for this film, or is that just his origin story? Because it felt very much well, like we need to just cram this in for people who don't know it. So let's well, just get that done in ten minutes. That is lifted from the games, and you know I think there's a few little things you can read and so on. That the backstory is that he was a clone made from you. Uh, obviously, the clues in the name, um, but. They were very much adapting it for the film. They were like, well, we'll take that. He's kind of the big, bad Pokemon you find at the end of the game. So, you know, I think they were embellishing it heavily. I I do find Pokemon fascinating how people must perceive it, because so much of it is completely nonsensical, but it's because they're adapting Hmm. video game mechanics to a story, and it just doesn't... You know, it's, it's like trying to make a very faithful Mario cartoon would just be absolutely off its fucking head. It would just be so weird. I think that's why. Video games just don't tend to make sense from a narrative point of view. Um, Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're not not built to do that. But I think a lot of people then perceive that as these things are really dumb and stupid crazy Japanese nonsense. And it's like, well, when you view it through context that you don't have, it's actually not that insane. It did, it felt like watching an episode of something that I'd never watched before. That like, like yeah, you're babysitting a, your ten year old nephew, and then suddenly he's like, "Oh, I want to watch this," and you just you just sit there watching. It. I have no idea what's going on, but hmm. it's lots of shiny colors and stuff. I don't know quite how the Pokemon cartoon series is regarded within the world of people who play the games. Personally, I think it's like absolute trash <laughs> cash in shite i you know i have i have a certain degree of nostalgia for it watching it when i was younger but it's it's not a good tv series in my 
opinion it's you know it has certain charm to it here and there there's elements i like but it's mostly just bullshit (laughs) um i mean very repetitive uh well i think like the the first series is actually because i did i've gone back and watched a bit of the first series and it's um... largely driven by my ex um when mm. I think they added a load of it to Netflix, we did go back and rewatch pretty yeah. much the entire first season. I think all right for nostalgia's sake. Yeah, I mean it wasn't good. <laughs> Some of it's a bit edgier than what it becomes later on, uh, which I appreciate. Now it's a little bit too sanitized. Really? Um, yeah. Are you, and you're not talking about the banned episodes that never got made it over to no, the no, UK. No, no, like no, 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 I'm not talking about those. I'm, yeah, no, no, just in uh, pretty little bits. And I don't know if, like, working in children's animation, like, I do see things like, oh, wow. We, there, are, uh, there, there are just bits, like, Team Rocket cross-dress quite a bit, and they don't do that so much anymore. Uh, yeah, and just bits, uh, bits of violence every now and then. Some of the more extreme poses that I don't feel like they do anymore. Like, I, I certainly haven't kept up with the series, but... Uh, I've I've gone and watched the occasional episode, and it's just very tame. Ash has no personality anymore. Like he was a bit of a shit oh, back in the day when it first started. Knobhead. Now he's just the the blank like cipher yeah. of a character. Okay, so we we get this. We establish the the bad guys and all that, and then uh, uh, someone brings a letter, and it's an invitation to a fake thing. Yeah. Yes, a Dragonite delivers a letter to Ash and his friends, which was very exciting as a kid, because Dragonite yeah. had hardly ever appeared in the anime. And says, yeah, and he's very small. I always thought Dragonite was bigger than that. Mm. And the letter says, Mario, I've baked a cake. Come to the <laughs> castle. Yeah. So the letter basically is an invitation to Pokemon trainers to come to this undisclosed, well, no, wait, it is disclosed location. But only <laughs> um, if you're man enough. Yeah, so all the Pokemon trainers everywhere congregate at this port, uh, but then there's a storm because Mewtwo can control the weather. Mm-hmm. And uh, yes, and it's all just a test. And yeah, only the true Pokemon trainers only the will. Pokemon get trainers through it. with Pokemon that are really good at swimming or flying yeah. through, <laughs> and that's that's how you <laughs> test how powerful a fire Pokemon you have or how powerful a psychic Pokemon you have is is how well it can swim. I did or think fly. of that actually, even with even with my little knowledge when I was watching this, I, I did think well. If you've got a Pokemon that's good in the water, then you're all right, aren't you? Then, but if you haven't, then I really th- it should have been a series of trials rather than just can you get over the ocean? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Which they only do because Team Rocket have a boat, <laughs> a little rowboat, <laughs> not even like a good boat. Right. This is what I now when they first came up and they're pretending to be Vikings and they sound like Jamie Lee Curtis in Trading Places. Um, <laughs> They uh, so my immediate thought was like, why are they doing? Why have these Vikings got really hor- horrible like stereotype accents? But then of course it's not. I, I I should add I I do assume I assume that you watched the dub version of this film, did you, Alan? Yes. Yeah. So you did. You weren't getting the the nuance of the original performances. You Obviously, were, you were getting all the voices that sound like this. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> There's a gag in here about the Vikings that I don't get, and I hope that someone can explain it to me. But at one point, uh, someone says, oh, I didn't realize there were Vikings anymore. And Ash says something like, they mainly live in Minnesota. And I don't yeah. understand what that means. Is that an American joke? It's a sports joke? thing. 
What? Yeah, it's the Minnesota Vikings, our uh, American football team, some sort of sport team. Uh, oh, that's <laughs> 20 years of wondering. <laughs> <laughs> the cat is a big fan of the puns. Mm. Uh, but so, okay, so you said earlier the cat doesn't usually speak, but this one does. Yes. Uh, what's he called in Japan? Is he called like Nyan Box? Oh, I something? don't know, actually. He must be called know. Yan something, I imagine. Apparently he, he, he doesn't uh, do much in the way of puns in the Japanese, but in the Japanese version, he's more of a philosophical character. More, yeah. yeah. The rain is washing in the tide. <laughs> for them, for the Western audience. <laughs> oh, jeez, I'm a cat, I hate one! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he taught himself to talk. There's actually uh, one of my favourite episodes of the anime that... Uh, uh, delves into his backstory. He learns to speak in order to, to, to impress a lady Meowth, who was a very high class. <laughs> I remember this actually. Yeah, it's yeah, so and so he applicable Japanese logic. <laughs> he locked himself in the attic and uh, taught himself to speak, and it looked like really painful. He was in pain in that episode. Yeah, yeah, they really do, mate. Yeah, play up the mm. the emotional turmoil of this thing. <laughs> Right. Is it all making sense to you so far, Alan? Well, I mean, it was basics I understood. There's a there's a brief thing about a nurse that's missing. That you think that nurse Joy, and then oh, one of the characters I love is nurse like Nurse Joy. Oh, she's really fit. She's I like so her. Sexy. That picture on that wanted missing poster is really cute. <laughs> Is that is that character, is that what he does? Is that his thing? That's his defining trait. That's all he has in the way of personality. Oh no, he can cook as well. Ladies. Yes. And and, and, he, and he, he loves uh he loves he loves jelly donuts that look like rice balls. That's another thing that um, comes up a lot. He loves turning Is his... that a translation thing then? Is that <laughs> Yeah. That's because they didn't think that English audiences would know what a rice ball is. So Just even the... as a kid I remember watching it and being like well, that looks like a ball of rice, not a donut. <laughs> Confusing. Because yeah, like a really donut nice. to me is a ring with like a hole yeah. in it, or like a jam donut, which and this didn't have yeah. jam in it, or yeah. looked like it was made of any kind of pastry, or yeah. Why is he eating it with chopsticks? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's really horny and he fancies every woman, but yeah. especially Nurse Joy and Officer Jenny, who are, like they're they're sisters. Um, every single town has a Nurse Joy and an Officer Jenny, and they're all related yeah. to each other and look identical. Yeah. Wow. Which is just because in the... Vi- I mean, again, that's adapted from the games, because in the video games, you go to a poker centre and it's identical every single town, just because, you know, they were using a... That was how it was programmed yeah. in, with the same character design each time. So mm. in the cartoon, they sort of leaned into it and were like, well, it's lots of different characters, but they all look exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Self-aware. Yeah. Fair enough. So they all get to Mewtwo's island, and uh, Mewtwo has gathered them all there because he wants to clone their Pokemon. Do you like this, Calvin? Um, it's a bit like James Bond, isn't it? What, cloning? <laughs> the little island lair. Oh, yeah, no, it's it's fine. It, it had a bit of a HR Giga sort of vibe to it, I thought. Would you have liked it if Mewtwo was in a revolving chair and he had like a little bald man, like Danny DeVito on his <laughs> that he was stroking? <laughs> 
we get a lot of um, sort of gratuitous CG animation in these uh, bits with doors opening and stuff. Did you know that that was specifically done for the English language release? No, I didn't know that. I, I learned that listening well, to, to the commentary. To make the film look fancier. It looked too shit otherwise for cinemas, and everyone would be going, "Why has this been put in a cinema? This is no better than what's on TV." <laughs> uh, probably, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they didn't say that in so many words. The commentaries with the English—they call him the English language director, but by looking at his IMDb page, it seems that he was just the voice director. The translator would come to them and say. The kids know what rice balls are, and he go, "No, no, just say it's a jelly donut. <laughs> say it's a jelly donut, all right?" <laughs> well, this is it because they had him and the uh, the writer on, and I was just listening to it, and they they really they really talk like with a great deal of ownership over the movie and talk about, "Oh yeah, we did this and we did that," and I'm like, "Oh, I'm surprised at that." So when it comes to translating such as this from a Japanese show to an English show. It can't just be a literal translation because there must be some cultural things that they have to change, like jelly donuts. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, mm. sexual sexualization of children that wasn't permissible. Is that big in Japan? Well, I, the, 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 the infamous banned episode of the show was, as I referred to it earlier, but it might come out in the edit, was an episode where... There's like a swimsuit contest or something, and Misty's very upset because she's, she's flat-chested because she's not had her tits coming yet because she's not old enough and Jesse and James make fun of her with an inflatable um, boobs at one point. <laughs> I think James mm. maybe dresses up as a woman and they pump up his breasts yeah. and say like look these are bigger than yours aren't they? Ha! <laughs> and, w- and when they brought that over here the- and to America they were like yeah that's not gonna it's not gonna play. But also mm. there there was a I, I do remember in a past episode getting you to look this up Alan but you probably don't remember it uh, just google Pokemon Jinx yeah. Um, <laughs> Do you want to describe that? Uh, it's like a gollywog with tits <laughs> <laughs> and blonde. Yeah. Hair. yeah so th- this that is a real cultural thing where um, that's Jinx is sort of based on a, a fashion movement in Japan. There was certain. I don't know if it's still a thing, but there was a. I don't know what they called it, but it was this kind of prevalent for a while certainly where japanese girls would get you know a ridiculous fake tan and massive blonde wig and and you know push up bras and then do their lips up and it'd be like having a pokemon now called you know chav (laughs) chavmon or something um (laughs) but you know it's kind of like a jokey reference to this particular way of dressing in japan but then you take that to America, it's it's going to be perceived very differently because we don't have that, mm-hmm. you know, through no fault of its own, it's going to be seen through racial lens. So they, they made Jinx purple instead of black. At a certain I was going to say, I noticed some of these pictures, she's black, some she's purple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, mm. Is that a deliberate And choice? there was an episode called, like, Holiday High Jinx or something like that that was, I think, just completely banned from English language circulation because it was like, we're not we're not even going to get into it. <laughs> it's not worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was another one where the, there's a character who's just got a, a gun. He's like a Clint Eastwood character, and he just keeps flashing his firearm and pulling out a gun and aiming it at everyone. And it's sort of a running joke. And again, they were like, "Yeah, let's not, <laughs> let's not do that." It doesn't play in America because that actually happened. <laughs> exactly, shot all exactly, the time. exactly. It's not funny over here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So this is all about cloning. Cloning's a big thing. 
in this, um, which is why I asked earlier if there was like if a Pokemon was just a Pokemon or if there was loads of them. It's like a species thing. Mewtwo is a genetically engineered sort of hybrid of things yeah. to make him better and stronger, yeah. fitter, more productive. But and there's only one Mew, or at least they're an incredibly rare Pokemon that you struggle to find yeah. more than one of. So it, it's also like it makes sense why they want to clone Mew. But then he clones the other Pokemon, and they're just clones, but he makes them soulless, so therefore they fight better, or something like that. I think. <laughs> Was it something? Like- I think the idea is that um, he's whittled down the greatest Pokemon, you know, champions of the world by making them travel across a, a lake. Therefore, cloning these particular Pokemon will give him an army of incredibly powerful Pokemon. I think that's the idea. Mm-hmm. It's not a particularly good one. You know, you'd be better off just creating an army of Mewtwo clones. Yeah. Alright, so evil Pokemon. He's got all the evil Pokemon. They have a fight. They kill Ash. They turn him to stone. <laughs> I've not skipped anything significant, have I? Uh, well, Mew appears. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, for some reason, I don't know whether it's just drawn there from psychic whatever. I, I, I don't know. Because it doesn't see, it seems to be kind of indifferent. Mew is a big deal, Alan. I don't know if you quite are aware of the significance of Mew to fans of the games and stuff back then. But in the game, you could catch every single Pokemon um, apart from... You've got to catch them all. Yeah, apart from Mew. There were 150 Pokemon, except there weren't. There were 151 mm. And Mew was a special Pokemon who you could only get officially by going to these kind of special Pokemon events that were, particularly in the UK, incredibly hard to come by. But I think pretty much everyone just ended up, you know, getting a game genie and hacking into the game and then like trading with a friend and doing... There was a thing you could do with trading in the game where if you pulled the cable out at the right time, you would create a a clone of the pokemon because <laughs> you'd like send the pokemon to the other person's game before they sent the pokemon over to you so you'd essentially create two of the pokemon you wanted to copy wow so is this film a real um, no i don't think talking about that no, is I don't this think like having a little cloning no, gag no. <laughs> sadly not i don't think so so you also learned how to cheat society yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> this, um, it really is a, a, a learning experience yeah, yeah, yeah. Pokemon thing. yeah no it really is yeah Pokemon, the original Pokemon Red and Blue were so much fun because they were so... Just something about how they were programmed, you could really fucking break up, like, fuck around with the coding, oh, yeah. even without any kind of cheat stuff. Like, it got, I, I got as familiar... I don't know how, but I got so familiar with that game that it got to the point where I was, f- like, discovering how to create completely randomly garbled cities that you'd like fly to and just walk around and it'd be like pieces of a house put together in a random order and then you'd Mm. encounter like a wild Gyarados or whatever and (laughs) everyone knew all the cheats Alan the one where you go and watch Mm. the old man teach you how to catch a weedle and then you fly to the island and swim up and down the right hand side of the island and missing no appears Mm -hmm. the fabled glitch Pokemon who wasn't what Pokemon number zero Mm. Who I'm still mm. waiting to be made a official, official <laughs> part of canon. It'll happen eventually. My favorite Pokemon, I think, missing them. Anyway, just to get back to the movie, because uh, things kick off and it's cloned Pokemon v 
the original Pokemon, and Ash is in the middle of here, and then it's Mew versus Mewtwo, and Ash is turned to stone. Mewtwo has the Pokemon battle each other, and disables their special abilities, so they can't use their grass attacks and water guns and all that kind of stuff. So they're just basically pummeling the crap out of each other. And meanwhile... What was the point of that, can I ask? Because surely they're... Having special powers is part of the point of them. Yeah, I've no idea. I've absolutely no idea. I think it's to make the fight distinctive from what we would see in an episode, because then we're going to have the characters making sweeping statements about what Pokemon are and aren't supposed to do with their lives, and when the whole (laughs) point of the franchise is... I mean, everyone's complained about this, but when the whole point of it is you catch this thing and it fights another thing... Yeah. Yeah. And now you're saying... Pokemon aren't meant to fight. Not like this. Yeah, as, not like this. Yeah, but it was saying this like, isn't no, this is like proper fight. This is hand-to-hand <laughs> combat. This isn't. This isn't fair. Yeah. To exact replicas fight, but because they are exact replicas, it is just like a big long punch up, and they're yeah. just like slowly like pummeling each other. And yeah. Tired. Has anyone and ever done this- a parody of Poker Face by Lady Gaga, but changed all the lyrics to be like? Can't beat my Pokemon. Uh, and I don't do you know have as much satire to that. Do you have an MP3? Of it? <laughs> uh, no, I don't actually. No, sorry. One sec, I just want to find some quotes from the movie because it's around this point when the Pokemon are uh, beating the crap out of each other. We get some pretty philosophical <laughs> stuff coming from, especially Meowth and uh, and Mewtwo as well. Um, I see now that the circumstances of one's birth are irrelevant. It is what you do with the gift of life that determines who you are. Alan, does Judy does Judy like Pokemon? No, <laughs> no, sorry. Do you not think she'd enjoy that that tip, hot tip there for a parody song? It must have been. I'm going to send it over to her and say, "Do can't beat my Pokemon." <laughs> Lady Gaga cover. <laughs> She'll love it. So. Are there any meow meow are there meow any meow Pokemon? That's what it does at the start of the song. Meow 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 meow. Are there? Are there Calvin's any? So unimpressed. It's because I'm, I'm, I'm you're, sullying you're... two of his favorite things. Two of his by no, no, you're not sullying. Like I, I, I have um, a cover of uh, well, a version of Bad Romance on my iPod to the tune of uh, Flying Hill Battery Zone or whatever it's called. <laughs> Uh, from Sonic. <laughs> yeah, the film ends with a sort of strange moral tale of you shouldn't make Pokemon fight. Mm. Uh, which is an unusual thing to have in a Thing, a world where they fight all the time, mm. and what 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 is it that makes Mewtwo learn this important lesson? Is it when oh, it's because magic tears. Ash Ash dies, and then they all they're all so sad that it brings him back to life. He doesn't quite die; he gets turned to stone, and they're all so sad that the tears pull together and bring him back to life, like reanimating him. Yes, is there any is there any precedent for that in the world, nope. or is that just some bullshit they threw in just, there? Nah. Just Japanese, isn't it? So Pokemon tears don't sort of bring life nope. or anything. No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then none of it matters because Mewtwo erases everyone's memory. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. For no reason, really. <laughs> I don't know why they couldn't re- like leave them remembering what happened in the world of the show. I don't know, like, would that have been a problem? I don't know. Other than, uh, well, I guess they'd stop fighting, wouldn't they? They'd stop Pokemon fighting. I guess. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think I suppose it's because I guess that they don't want them to really grow as characters. I mean, Ash has been ten years old for like however twenty-two years now, and he never ages. He never really grows or changes as a personality. There's no really such thing as a character arc. Occasionally, you'll learn a lesson, but it's normally like, yeah, wow, yeah. ghosts are super effective against psychic Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we don't need to go into this into much detail, but there have been. About 22 of the movies. Do you want me to rate all the ones I've seen? (laughs) Oh, go on then, yeah. Alright, so I'll save the Pokemon the first movie. I'll save that. We'll come back to that. Mm. Uh, But just to give you an idea of how I feel about these things. I don't know why I've seen these, but I have. Pokemon the movie 2000, 2 out of 10. (gasps) Awful. It's my favourite. Oh, it's awful. (laughs) No, it isn't. Alan, you would hate it. Uh, Pokemon 3, the movie, 3 out of 10. Okay. Pokemon Mewtwo Returns, 3 out of 10. Oh, okay. Mm, I guess we can count that. That's not the direct sequel to this last one. Uh, Mm. Pokemon Celebi, A Timeless Encounter, 3 out of 10. Do you mean Pokemon Forever, semicolon, Celebi-Voice of the Forest? Yes. Uh, Mm. Pokemon 5, the movie, is the next one. I give that 2 out of 10. That's the Latios Latias movie. It's like All right, okay. they just walk around a place that looks a bit like Venice for Pokemon Jiraki or Jirachi, I think they call it in the yeah, cartoon. Yeah. Uh, Wishmaker, three out of ten. Pokemon Destiny Deoxys, three oh out of ten. Oh my god, how many of these have you seen? <laughs> um, I wasn't <laughs> expecting it to go on for this long. Some some bullshit <laughs> with uh, Lucario, three out of ten. Okay, so we're at the movies now that were released in 2006. Yes, yeah, so Manaphony thing, 2 out of 10. <laughs> right. Diamond and Pearl versus Darkrai or whatever, 3 out of 10. Giratina and the Sky Warrior, 3 out of 10. Ar- Arceus, Conquering of Space-Time. That, that's basically the Pokemon equivalent of God, Alan. That's how far gone this franchise was at this point. 2 out of 10. <laughs> uh, Master of Illusion. Zoroark, Master of Illusion. 3 out of 10. Pokemon the movie, White and Black. Uh, this is when they released the same movie twice at once, but with like the colour changed at one point or something, and it was literally the same film. <laughs> so I gave one of them a 2 out of 10 and one of them a 1 out of 10, because, like... <laughs> Just crass bullshit. Don't put the same film out and say it's a different thing. Curum and the Sword of Justice, however you say that, 4 out of 10. Gene Sect and the Legend Awakened, 3 out of 10. Why did you start this by saying I'll rate the ones that I've seen and just list all of them? Deancy and something, 2 out of 10. Rip Pokemon and the Hoopla Man, Clash of Ages, 4 out of 10. That's quite high up. Uh, And then what's the big ring thing called, Calvin? The Volcanion? Uh, Volcanion. Gave that a 2 out of 10. Haven't seen So you have seen them all? No, I haven't. Yes, you have. That's all of them. No. Pokemon the movie, I choose you. Oh, okay, fair enough. And I think there was one last year. Um, The Power of Us. Yeah. Yeah. So it's but that's an old, So you've seen all the ones in the main continuity. Oh, is is, is oh have they broken continuity now by remaking? Well, them? I choose you is just the first um Ash getting Pikachu again and retelling a lot of his adventures with different characters and and the yeah. next one is just a remake of this one, but in CGI for some reason. But like, not even good CGI. Like, shit. Yeah, it looks really bad. Yeah. As good animation as 
the original movie was made with. Mm. Anyway, let me just quickly rate the ones that I have seen, which yeah. is only four. Um, so, Pokemon the Movie 2000, I would give a 5 out of 10. Very um, Pokemon 3 <laughs> the Movie, Spell of the Unknown, I would give 5 out of 10. Uh, Pokemon Forever, Celebi, Voice of the Forest, I would give a 3 out of 10. Pretty bad, isn't it? They're saving a forest from being chopped down for most of the film, I think, if I remember. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but what about this main film, eh? This first one. Oh, yes. Yeah, the one that started it all. It's like a bad episode of the cartoon, and it wears out its welcome because it's longer. So three out of ten from me. It's going to be a four out of ten from me. There are bits in it that I like. I'm I, I, anything, anything that has Team Rocket in it is great, and I really like the version of the song that they open oh, it I with. I hate it. I love the uh, theme tune from the cartoon. I hate the sort of dance remix version for the film. No, I love it. I thought you were going to be more generous than that. I'm surprised. No, no. I mean, Movie 2000 and Pokemon 3 are 5 out of 10s, and they're my favourite ones, so yeah. But that's because you got an ancient Mew card when you went to the second one, and you felt like you were hot as shit for a week. I did. <laughs> 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 so Alan, what about you? I'm really curious to see where you Yes, Sir stand. Alan. Well it was it was a difficult one for me to judge because not only is it I didn't really know much of the surrounding elements, um uh, also I know I appreciate that this is a film not made for me, it's not made for my demographic. It's so I tr- I tried to sort of see it somewhat objectively. Uh and I gave it a four. Four? Four. Oh four. Because yeah. oh, I thought it's just like if I was an eight year old and all these nice shiny colours, I'd be like, Oh yeah, cool. <laughs> There's enough story to make it hold together. It's yeah. not all you need. Mm. Funny cat. Yeah, well, there's a few cats. There's at least three cats in it. Nice. Well, okay. Uh, Alan. Well. Should we do yeah. my little game? Yes. Where you tell me, is it Pokemon or Poker... Nope. Poker... Or Nopamon. Nopamon. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Fwi- I've got a secondary element Fwip. to this game. I have to guess what it is, like what yeah. animal type of thing it is. Whip. Okay, a whip. Whip would be like a gi- giant whip. <laughs> it would be an animal that has a very whippy tail. Um, I don't think that's real. I think that's a nopamon. Oh, good, good. That's a nopamon to start with. Oh, have you made these up yourself? Yeah, I'm, just, I'm, I'm making them up on the spot. So they're, oh, I'm going to run out of so That's a point to you there, Alan. All right. Okay. All right. Dwebble. <laughs> Say it again. Dwebble. No, no. That's like, you're thinking of Dwayne The Rock Johnson there. I know what you're doing. I know what you're trying to get into my head. Uh, that's not a, that's a Nopamon. Dwebble is Pokemon number 557, actually, Alan. It evolves from Crustle, <laughs> pe- starting at level 34. Is it a pebble, then? It is. No, it evolves into Crustle. Oh, sorry, it does. You're right, yeah. Uh, it is a dual-type bug-slash-rock Pokemon. It's like a little hermit crab that lives inside a rock or a pebble. Dwells in a pebble. Okay. Okay. All right. That's, that's point to me. Okay. Alamomola. <laughs> now it might Say have sounded again. like I was struggling to read it out, <laughs> but maybe I was putting that on <laughs> to throw you. Just say it again for me. <laughs> Alamomola. And how do you spell it? A L O M O M O L A. Now it might be it might be something tooth based. <laughs> 
Uh, I want to say Pokemon. It is. It is a real Pokemon. That it's a water type Pokemon. It's like a little uh, fish. All right. Uh, what about Guzzlord? <laughs> <laughs> I bet it's got a big mouth. <laughs> big old mouth on it. Guzzlord. I think that's a Pokemon. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's technically an ultra beast, but they are um, basically Pokemon. Slurpuff. <laughs> no, no, that's a Nopamon. You've you've tried to combine two different things there to throw me off. What am I trying to combine? A slurp, a, a slurpachu, and a, a Pokepuff. Uh, no, it's real. That is the Morang Pokemon, Alan. It's uh, it evolves from Swirlix when traded, holding a whipped dream. It's a fairy type Pokemon, number six hundred eighty-five. You ready? Yeah. Shrinky. Shrinky. <laughs> uh, uh, no, that's no Pokemon. Ah, you got me. You got me. Yay! Stupid names. <laughs> you haven't. You haven't got the gift of Pokemon names. All right. All right. <laughs> Slabotion. <laughs> Slabotion. <laughs> no, that's a Nopamon as well. You're really good at this, Alan. <laughs> you can see right through it. How's he doing it? <laughs> Alright. Heelush. Say that again? Heelush. How do you spell it? H E L U S H. That's a Pokemon. No. Oh. I it. <laughs> Damn it! I thought that was going to be like a like something a, with like a helix. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah. All right. Or just something that's lush. All right. Crocodile. <laughs> I think that's probably a Pokemon. Yeah, it's a crocodile-based Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Basically, it's a. Uh, it's a dark slash straightforward crocodile <laughs> Pokemon. Alright, alright. Scumtank. <laughs> That's a skunk with a tank on its back. That's a Pokemon. <laughs> Close. Uh, yeah, it's a skunk. Skunk Pokemon. <laughs> See, that's it. They're all a bit like the words they are. Chandelure. <laughs> That's a, that would be a big chandelier type of Pokemon then, would it? I think you just made that up. It's a Nopamon. No, it's a, oh. it's a real Pokemon. Oh, God. Interesting. It's a ghost slash fire type. And it is a chandelier with, oh, li- with little candle lit bits that have fire coming out of them. See, I thought you'd just gone like, oh, crocodile. They just, they just change one vowel noise. I'll do that. <laughs> it evolves from Litwick. <laughs> of course, Litwick. Actually, it, it evolves from Lampen, but Lampen evolves from Litwick. All right, ready? Mm-hmm. Equoed. Equoed, that would be some sort of horse-based thing. I think that's a Pokemon. Nope. I made it up. Oh, you just make up a noise, then. <laughs> what, make up a noise for Equoed? <laughs> yeah. Equo. What would the Equoed say? Equo. <laughs> Is it a horse toad? Yeah. <laughs> the aquatic horse Pokemon. It's got a big throat. Um. All right, all right. Frogadier. Uh, yeah, it's a frog. It's a Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, it is a Pokemon. Does it have any deer in it? No, no. It's <laughs> it's like a little ninja. Does it have big ears? Evolves into a Greninja. Um, Rufflet. <laughs> That's some sort of little dog. 
Pokemon. <laughs> it's a Pokemon. <laughs> it is a Pokemon. It's not a dog. It's a little bird. Oh, really? Yeah. An eaglet. Girag. <laughs> Durag. Girag. <laughs> no, you just made that up. <laughs> Too good. This is this is really hard. Uh. <laughs> Calvin, you, you try and make one up. Right, one sec, sorry. I just need to... Esquilax. <laughs> <laughs> That's some sort of laxative, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, probably. I mean, you, you you won. You did really good with that, Alan. Like, that was <laughs> well, very good. Talent. Why have we finally ended up doing this episode? Oh, fuck me, Pokemon. I forgot we haven't even, <laughs> haven't even mentioned it. <laughs> uh, well, Alan, because Detective Pikachu is inexplicably coming out. Um, I can't believe it. Have you seen the trailer, Alan? Uh, yeah, I kind of. Half watched it and then <laughs> didn't pay much attention because was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I mean, I, I can't wait to see this film, but it's purely for the kind of I can't believe this got through a studio system quality of it. <laughs> it it's not because I think it's going to be good. It was off the back of Pokemon Go. Uh, people were itching for, you know, the big Pokemon movie. They mm-hmm. they courted the people involved and, and convinced them to do one. Inexplicably, instead of doing the obvious thing, which would be, you know, something more obviously tied to the games people have played and about Pokemon battling, they, they went for a weird spin-off game that only came out, like, I think that year it was announced called Detective Pikachu, which was like an RPG about like a crime puzzle solving game where you team up with a Pikachu mm. who can talk. Um, and they were like, yeah, we're going to turn that into a film instead. So, yeah. so that's the film. But most people I know in a very casual capacity are really quite excited for it and think it looks good, even though it obviously doesn't. <laughs> um <laughs> I think it looks about as good as it could do. Um, I mean, it looks a bit like that. Do you remember there was that fake trailer that yeah, was circling yeah, really um, the internet about ten years ago? Pokemon yeah. a Poke Lips. Yeah, um, it's a step above that. <laughs> but it's it seems to have taken a lot of inspiration from that in that they've gone for disturbing, photorealistic designs of Pokemon. Look, the obvious thing to do would have been just Im- Who make them look, the rabbit. Yeah, just make them look cartoony and it's fine. Like, but instead they've gone for well, no, like make it look like a really fucking disturbing lizard monstrosity with bulbous eyes and <laughs> like make them look as fucking creepy as you can. And I think that's part of the appeal, honestly. I think that's part of why it's going down with so many people because mo- I think a lot of people like me are just like, what, really? <laughs> um, and then Ryan Reynolds is voicing the Pikachu in it. Yeah. Again, inexplicably. Inexplicably. Is he, but is he doing it like Deadpool style where it keeps making meta yep, references? I think to so. The world. I, and stuff. I think so, yeah. That's it's a Pikachu who's addicted to coffee. It's a Pikachu who apparently. can speak to the one main character, but then other people just hear him going, Pikachu! Pika, Pika! Yeah. <laughs> Every time you do that, you just sound exactly like Chris Chavis. <laughs> <laughs> um. And then, what else is going on in it? I mean, the first trailer, I just thought, oh, this looks weak. The second trailer with I Need a Hero by Bonnie Tyler in it, I thought, hmm, this looks like maybe it's got a decent grip on uh, the sort of mental territory it needs to break into to to work. Maybe this will be good fun. I don't know. I think it's probably going to be really bad, but we'll see. (laughs) 
I am I am excited at the prospect of it opening up a, a Pokemon cinematic universe. Not not because I need not because mm. I need crossovers, but just once they've established the Pokemon world, they're free to do whatever films set within that world that they want, and I think they will. I I don't think they'll go right ahead with Detective Pikachu two if this makes loads of money. I think they'll go ahead with, you know, this is a story about a a Diglett that lived that worked down the mines. <laughs> And had to come to terms with losing its mother. <laughs> I mean, maybe not that, but you know, they'll do like the great mm. Pokemon race, or um, with all like Pidgey, Pidgeot racing around the world, or around the Poker World in eighty days. They'll do some mad shit like that, and everyone will be like, "Where did that come from?" And they'll go, oh, mm. "Pokemon in it." <laughs> uh, you looking forward to it, Carmen? Actually, yeah, I've been to the cinema in a while. I think I will uh, make the trip and pay the princely sum. I might go alone and get a beer. (laughs) (laughs) Alan, you looking forward to it? Uh, (laughs) I mean, of all the Pokemon films I'd want to watch, I'm more likely to watch this. I mean, I I think it's a wise decision on one hand, because... The Pokemon games don't really lend themselves to story. There's no real good narrative to jump onto in those games. So they pretty much just made up a story set in that world to fuck around with. You know, it's kind of... I think that probably is the right Hmm. approach in a lot of ways. I mean, I don't know how I would approach a Pokemon movie any differently. I probably wouldn't have gone for a Detective Pikachu that can talk. I would have probably gone for, like, Ace Ventura set in Pokemon World or something like that. But... (laughs) Actually, in fact, I would do exactly that. That's my pitch. Get Jim Carrey <laughs> out of the Sonic movie that he's in. He's he's playing Dr. Robotnik in the upcoming Sonic movie. Say, so don't do that. Yeah, that's going to be mental. <laughs> that looks similarly fucking bizarre, actually. Tell Jim Carrey he wants to do Pokemon instead. Have him reprise the role of Ace Ventura, but we call it, like, Ace Ventristic or something as a legally safe knockoff and he's just him saving Pokemon and like running into Pokemon battles and being like Pokemon battles are correct <laughs> <laughs> so what what would you like to see in the future of Pokemon well I, I think everyone still wants a proper home console fully fledged game and they kind of keep saying well this is going to be it and then it's not quite because they we finally were going to get that and then it ended up just being a very blown up game on the same engine as the last few Pokemon games but on a on the Switch on a home console but really paired back and now they're doing this new one that's set in a a world based on the UK which uh I mean, I'm sure it'll be good, but again, it looks very much like just mm. another Pokemon game. And I, I, I want yeah. a like, fully 3D environment, the camera can swing all the way around, it's mm. like going for photorealistic graphics, and you can, like Breath of the Wild, you can just run and explore a big Perfect, open yeah. world environment and catch Pokemon and battle them, and that, that's what I think everyone wants, and I... I do think eventually they'll get there, but no time soon. Well, they'd be better off doing that than doing all of this terrible story yeah. stuff that they have taken to doing recently. Like, my problem with like the Sun and Moon games is that, that it was, like, two hours of the playthrough. Like, at first it was just tutorial, like, getting introduced to all these characters that you don't care about. And I think at its pure... Um, center Pokemon works best when it is just you're just playing as this character who's going off into the great wide world and encountering these crazy animals and just exploring. There's no yeah, exploring element to it completely. anymore. It just feels very on rails. Yeah, that's exactly it. They, the, the new games still feel very on rails, and 
you know, mm. on, on the old Game Boy, on Red and Blue and Gold and Silver, it did feel like you were going out and exploring this big world because within the technology available yeah. at the time, it was very expansive. But yeah, it's. And that's what everyone wants. I don't think there's anyone who doesn't want that. So I don't know why they won't just give it to us. Mm. So yeah, there you go. That's the next game. That's yeah. our pitch for the game. E- like, and even yeah. if they want to pair it back and make it simple. Like, if you gave me a Breath of the Wild style map and there were only the original 150 Pokemon available in it, I'd be so happy just running out and catching them. And, and I mean, mm. I'd rather have all of them, but if if that was like the <laughs> trade-off. Alan, if you were gonna if you were going to start a Pokemon gym... What would your type be? A Pokemon gym? Yeah. Oh god, we haven't explained that. <laughs> Don't bother. <laughs> if you were going to be a Pokemon trainer, what would your like elemental fighting type be that you'd go with? If you had to pick one as your theme. Which one has the most cats? Probably Psychic. What? Do you yeah, think Calvin? Yeah. Or maybe Dark? No, I would say normal. Uh, Meowth and Skitty. Oh, you're probably right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I was thinking of, like, yeah, Delcatty. Yeah, but then you are right, like... Oh, yeah, and they've got um, Perugly as well. What, what's that What's that Meow Autistic cat? <laughs> what's that one called? Meow Autistic or something? Oh, yes. Oh, well, that one is Psychic. Yeah, oh, there are a lot of cat Pokemon. I don't want Psychic nonsense. It's bollocks. <laughs> Alright, um, flying then <laughs> Alright, Calvin What's yes. the best evolution of an Eevee? Ooh, Espeon For me It is Espeon, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone Alan. loves Espeon mm, mm. Yeah, yeah <laughs> Really? Alan would be some like Vaporeon bullshit Yeah, or maybe Flareon Flareon's a solid second place I would say after Espeon Are you guys making up names again? <laughs> Alan, can you do the poker rap? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, <laughs> My name is Pikachu and I'm here to say, catch him, catch him, gotta catch him all. Gotta, gotta catch him all. all. Pokemon. Ding. Brown. <laughs> Charmeleon. Okay. Wartle, Wartle. Wartle. Mewtwo, Tentacruel, Aerodactyl. Aerodactyl. Knight. A knight. Slow, Slow poke. poke. Pidgeot, Arbok. That's all, folks. <laughs> can you do the Team Rocket and uh, motto song? Oh. Yeah, I always found their motto bizarre and completely like nonsensical because it's like the opposite of what Team Rocket does, and I don't know if that's It's really joke. weird, isn't it? Uh, let's see. Uh. To to protect the world from devastation, to denounce all... To the... unite all peoples Shit. in every nation. To unite all peoples in every nation, to denounce the evils of truth and love, to extend our reach to the stars above. Jesse, James... Team Rocket, blast off with the speed of light. Surrender now or prepare to fight. Jesse, James. Meowth, that's right. Yeah. have you just got it alan they've got some um rivals at team rocket called uh, cassidy and butch should you talk about iv type (laughs) some more calvin no 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 let's call it a day yeah yeah. you could you could do your pokey podcast uh, another time your own pokey cast yeah pod pod i can't wait for us to get do the uh next movie in uh, tie in with the detective (laughs) pikachu sequel yeah. Which will probably happen. I think will almost certainly happen. But Detective Pikachu's poised to make a lot of money. Mm. Early tracking suggests it's going to rake it in. 